1: Hey, welcome to On The Mic. My name is Mike Goldman and joining me on the show, this episode is a TV legend. He's hosted shows like Ooh, The Mole, legend. Uh, Warner Brothers Kids, he's hosted golfing shows, uh, football shows. He's even a wedding celebrant. <laughs> he's, a, yeah. he, he's one of the best sporting encyclopedias that I know oh. and he's my mate as well, ladies and gentlemen. Sure, tough.
2: Oh, yes. Thank you very much. I didn't know you got a crowd for this as well. Yeah, I do. They're, they're cool, aren't they? Hi everyone. Hey, they're all
1: your fans. I just got an off your Facebook page. <laughs> They followed you off the street. The Volo Hotel, they said that you're going to be here and like they're, they're, we couldn't fit them all in. This is a sweet pad that you've got. It's crazy. Here, well, you're like, looking you're pretty slick,
2: man. Yes, I've just been hosting something this morning, so I'm, I don't normally dress like this. I want you to know that. And how was Father's Day? I got spoiled. Yeah? I got genuine my wife nailed it this year she got me uh, in the morning I got up I got to make everyone breakfast that's, mm. my, that's my benefit oh nice like, like here you go sure you can make breakfast for your family but that's alright I enjoy that and then she um, gave me a couple of presents uh, some stubby holders with my son's face on it which I thought was kind of cute <laughs> she said to, she, she goes do you, want, do you want to start a little tradition where every year I give you a stubby holder with Ed's face on it and I was like I don't think so Good way to push him to towards honest. alcoholism. Yeah, as exactly. Well. <laughs> and I don't drink, I, I drink a few beers, but most of my beer drinking happens outside the house. But Stubby Holders are cute. That was cute. And then um, a book called I Love My Daddy that my son oh, got to read. Nice. And then she'd booked me in for a massage. But the big treat was she'd organised with my two of my best mates and their wives mm. to do a brunch, but none of the guys were in on it. So we were all going, oh, okay, here we go. We're going for a catch up. And then, hey, hey, hey. And then we all sat down had a. At a with you must kids? be the most
1: fun, Dad. Like, this morning, you were hosting a showbag event for the Royal Melbourne Show. You, you must have some showbags yeah, to take Yeah, there's the a kids. couple
2: of showbags in the car. Bertie Beetle, that's one of the great oh, ones. That's,
1: that's the hero showbag. You know
2: what I only found out recently? Bertie Beetles. Do you know mm. what Bertie Beetles are? They're just chocolate. Yeah, but you know... Like, Violet, no, they were never actually beetles. They're the left. Day. So, the violet, when violet crumbles are made, hmm. all the stuff that's left over, like the crumbs off them, becomes Birdie Beetles. No, they melt way. them
1: into it. That's the Birdie Beetle. I, I wonder if there's a smaller chocolate as well, like maybe Smarties that are made from Birdie Beetles. like no, ber- it, Birdie Beetle Poo. That's Birdie Beetle Poo, yeah, correct. That's exactly right. right. Well, you're, you're having fun in Melbourne here. Is it, is it a good place to live? Is it really Australia's most livable city? Well, it's no longer the world's most livable city. We're now number two to be. How Vier. did it get that title? Did you see the video <laughs> yeah. that Tom Gleason did recently yes. where he said, it hasn't even got a train from the airport. Yeah, no, no. yeah there's trams everywhere. Which <laughs> no. way are they going? The weather's cold. There's no decent beach. Look, all those things are true. Why I, is it livable? It's a very
2: easy, it genuinely is a very easy place to live. I love, there's a lot of cities in Australia I love mm. visiting and going to, particularly Sydney and obviously Brisbane and Adelaide and mm. all the other places. But Melbourne's, I find it very
1: easy. Mm. Um, I've always found it's. Livable's not a good term though, is nah, it? It's, it's like, a bit Oh, what's Melbourne like? Oh, it's livable. Yeah, it's just so livable. Like, why don't they have like an awesome city chart? Yeah, well,. Like,
2: we, we've got a lot of okay you've got a lot of food cafes that's definitely there. the food I've is the best in australia definitely if you are someone who is very beach beachy then yes we don't have mm. the best beaches but we have beaches they are they do exist mm. you might just you know um, catch no a, you might catch a disease from one <laughs> of the pinpricks you get off a needle but if you're ready for that go <laughs> down there to pick up all your
1: medical supplies
2: we get hot in summer we get cold in winter everyone gets upset about the cold if you can deal with some cold mm. If you're from Brisbane, I know a lot of people don't like it. I went for a run this morning. was nine degrees. It's beautiful.
1: Crisp. Just up near the Melbourne Museum, across yeah. the road from a Go to you if you want to live in park. Europe and talk about livable cities in Europe. They're freezing in oh, winter. man! I just drove from Russia to Mongolia and like all the European countries. Like in some parts of Russia, it gets to minus forty. Yeah,
2: that's right. How do you handle that? So you can't complain the cold.
1: Here. Oh look, I just think it's a very. It's, a, it's. I find it very easy. Mm. I'm very. I'm fiercely
2: loyal Melbourne. Mm. Um, and having I was born in London. I came here when I was six, and mm. London's a. London's the sort of place where you've got to defend it as well because it's, it's cold most of the year. Mm. When summer reaches 25 degrees, they're literally running out into paddling pools and go, oh my God, it's a heat wave. <laughs> have you still it's got like, family in London? Uh, I've got a few family friends and whatnot, mm. but no, most, most of my family's back. Do you have home, an opinion so. on Brexit? Uh, I'm shattered about it because mm. I've got a British passport. Oh, so yeah, no you've travelled everywhere. No, I, well, you still probably can. No, mm. I'll be interested to see how that works. Um, but look, it doesn't really affect. Nigel
1: us. Farage, the face of Brexit, Brexit's oh, coming to Australia. Well, we He's all over the TV talking about it today.
2: I can tell you, we were there. we were on a honeymoon when Brexit was it was all happening, so yeah. we were there for the vote. Uh-huh. And the overall sense, a uh, consensus was, it won't happen. Mm. Like we were talking to people, going, "Look, it's." It's hap- you know. It's a, 75% It's the Trump thing It's the Trump thing Like when you're You're like It won't really happen He mm. won't actually become president We're like, Bre- Brexit won't happen We went to bed genuinely going We'll wake up And it won't have happened mm. And you woke up like Did. It's come it f- 55,
1: 45 Whatever it was mm. But you've got most of the politicians In parliament uh, are Saying they don't want it And they're making it really hard now Theresa May is being really Really difficult yep. about it yep. And there's like a few politicians That led the way Like um, Mr. Farage Mr. Farage And who, Boris Johnson pushing and pushing guys. it big time But there's a
2: reason why the reason is, and having been there when it was happened, I can tell you for certain, mm. they sold so many lies. And mm. this is the problem. It's the same with Trump. And I know we're not going to get super political here. But no, they, we can be political. They, they, sell, they sell the lie. And so front page of the paper was NHS scam. They were talking about how the NHS was going to cost you know $160 million and all mm. those pounds or whatever it was. Mm. And it was actually all... Untruths, but Mm. didn't matter because the newspapers were running it, and a lot of people just get their news from that. They don't Mm. really sort of look across all forms of media, Mm. and so it was fake news. And it's like you know, refugees coming in and they're ruining the thing, and they shut it off. and I don't think people actually realise the impact that it would have on their lives. And a lot of people were like, Mm. actually. Can we go again? Because I, I reckon if they re-voted now, the yeah. Brexit wouldn't happen. It,
1: it, do you think it was just scare politics? Yeah, so that's what happened in America. Yep. Donald Trump it's goes around here. scaring everyone. But we're we, Americans we're, are paranoid enough as it is.
2: We're doing well, Australia. I hold out hope at the moment.
1: What do you mean? Look what just happened recently with the, the Liberal Party just all turned to I shit. I understand that. Uh, like what? But, what the hell happened there? Was it just Tony Abbott like starting a secret backroom yeah, war but, to but try but and if, take if over? If it was going go, if
2: it was really going to go the way of the other places, we'd have Dutton as our prime minister. That's mm. that's. I'm not saying Lord I'm a Voldemort. Huge fan and scott morrison <laughs> yeah. but like if that had happened and then have see, they done too much one damage? nation
1: can't win a seat sorry have they done too much damage now as will scomo and the liberal party lose out yeah i think so i think scomo's like but then we're going to have Shorten. I I mean, that's not better is that, it no I know, personality well,
2: could, can someone become a politician with a bit of like clive can you do, you would be great you'd be great, <laughs> you'd be no, great. i, I reckon you'd be would you great. vote for me vote for gold oh, oh,
1: okay for Goldman. go for gold yeah that could, that could be my political no, slogan it'd be go for gold comma man you know what I noticed here in Melbourne? There's, there's Clyde Palmer signs oh, everywhere. No. Like di- He's got massive digital billboards yep. of, of him doing the Make hero pose and Greatest showing Australia. off that awesome body. Yeah, he's ripped. And, and, and he's saying, you know, what is it? Make Australia great Make again? Australia. He's like well, pretty he's
2: playing much... playing off that. And it, can I say, I think one in three of those billboards are defaced. So that says <laughs> everything you need <laughs> well, to well, know. Well, that's probably about. why
1: he's doing more of the digital ones now because people go to deface it and they're like, oh, oh to TV. It. Damn it. But that guy's still going. Like, uh, he's he's cost not really. So much shit. He's a coup. He reckons he'll be back at the next election. He's a coup. Opening his mind again. He's a, he's, I mean, I'd be very surprised. You've been to his resort? No, but I've had mates
2: play at his golf course, and hmm. all over his golf course there's dinosaurs and weird things. Like He's just a <laughs> genuine kook.
1: Because <laughs> you're, you're a golf nut. you golf. You've hosted nut. golf shows. Yes, in fact, there's a little
2: chance that might be coming back. We'll see.
1: Oh, Fingers cool. crossed, which would be good. Well, did you see in the paper today there was a, uh, a guy, who uh, a golfer, who was teeing off, and uh, he, he hit the boundary rope, when he was teeing off. Right. And the pin came out of the ground and impaled his leg. What? Yeah. It was, a, it, was, it was in the news today. I'll, oh, was in he hit the... A Colorado yeah. golfer learned the, the hard way when uh, he was warming up for an event at Greenlee Country Club, just north of Denver. You probably played there. Sounds Taking delicious. practice swings when, with his wedge and then the club head caught a rope line that was pinned to the ground with bolts. Right. And yeah, apparently that forced his swing to rip one of the bolts out of the ground, sent it spiraling into <laughs> his leg and pierced his bone. Ouch. <laughs> well that's a bit of a serve you right kind of moment. And there.
2: here's a photo of it right now. And there we go, here we go. We've got John on the line. John, uh tell us how you're feeling um, Have you ever done any golfing injuries? I actually have actually I have because there there is a way in which if you take your uh, a stroke and you know because sometimes the ball's not always sitting perfectly on the fairway mm. often you're in the trees often I'm in the trees um, and you can hit a root of a tree or whatever else and it can ricochet and I've hit myself in the in the shins a couple yeah. of times. I haven't been hit by a ball, I've seen people. In fact, it's a funny story, I was, and it's not funny for the person who it was involved with, but very early getting into golf and I'm at a local public golf course, a bit like Moore Park, but mm-hmm. down here. And this guy runs up, I'm with two of my mates, this guy runs up, and goes, do you boys mind if I play through? And we were like, yeah, no worries, you can play through. But there was an old couple who just hit off, who were just on the thing. And we're thinking, is he gonna wait for these guys or not? So he puts the ball on the ground, hits the ball, and he's like, oh God. And it's genuinely like a laser beam at this guy. Yeah. It just hits him in the back of the neck. He just crumbles to the ground. And the guy looks at us and goes, oh, shit. And just runs off the course. Oh.
1: Literally runs off. You ever been hit so, by a ball in the head? Uh,
2: no. No, not yet. Four. No. Look out. You know, by the way, the old guy was okay. What's your handicap? I'm sitting at 10 at the moment.
1: That's pretty good. It's not too bad. You know, I, um, I got a, a, a couple of friends, like Damien Tomlinson. Do you know him? Yeah. He was from uh, Hacksaw Ridge. Yes and uh, he he actually plays off scratch. Wow. He's got no legs, and he's a brilliant golfer. Yeah, player. yeah. Uh, was he in um, Survivor? Yeah, Australian Survivor. Just yeah. As well. yeah. Is Top he alert. off of scratch, is he? Yeah. Because there's another guy much.
2: called Mike Rolls, who's also yeah, a double, yeah, yeah, he's he's a double amputee. Guy. He's also a big golfer. I know he's a big golfer. I was now. trying
1: to get him to team up and do the legless golf day for charity. <laughs> yeah, well that's good. got no legs. Let's do it. What well, a legless golf on. day, I like it. But, and and if you beat them, you win a prize. And you, there's not much of a chance you'll beat them because well, they're, they're Newton, pretty amazing. I don't
2: know if you guys know Jack Newton, golfing yeah. icon in Australia. Yeah, now, he has one arm. Yeah. Now, do we, you know how he got? How, do you know he lost yeah, his arm? Yeah, yeah. Drunk on a you know on a tarmac aeroplane. while an aeroplane cuts his arm off, and he plays off. He was off single figures Pl- with, still with plays one really arm. Young. Yeah. He could beat me with one arm. That <laughs> makes amazing. you feel crap, doesn't
1: it? Yeah, he, uh, my dad interviewed him once and said, "You got any advice for anyone playing golf out there?" And he goes, "Just, just one piece of advice I give people now: watch where you're walking." <laughs> <laughs> that's a good piece of advice, mate. There are oh, good luck everywhere. with the go- golf show. I hope that comes back. Yeah, and, so do I. You both did some cool shows over the years. The internationally acclaimed show, The Mole. Yes. Was, was Mole. that fun?
2: That was amazing. That was amazing. I. I I've, have very fond memories of that. That was my first foray into kind of your primetime world. Yeah, and um, you know, made by Fremantle Media, who make a lot of the big shows in mm. Australia and the world. And um, you know, we had a we had a crew of thousands. We we went up and down the east coast of Australia. I mean, we literally had a catering bus with us. Every day this bus it's would open so up and good, the guy would it? cook up like unbelievable feasts and cakes and the yep. coffee machine. I don't know is me being excited about that and compared when, when to When you show.
1: have a primetime show, they just roll yeah. it on out, they oh, give yeah. you bottles of champagne after every oh, yeah, show yeah. when the ratings I are. Mean, I didn't are talk good. to a
2: person, I'd sat in my own chair. No. It was um well that's the thing. The ratings, unfortunately, for us weren't that good. Mm. So we didn't we didn't survive more than the season that I did, which is very sad, but um it was a lot of fun. I was get to, I got to play puppet master. You know, it's like, Mike, you get to sort of control a Mess bit. with people's minds. Mess with their minds. But you were showing up
1: in like speedboats yeah. and helicopters. Oh, yeah. We
2: had helicopters. We had speedboats. We had um, aerial planes where they had to go in and do sort of, It was a lot of fun. It was it was like being a big kid, really.
1: Mm. And and you did a skydiving show. I just thought I googled this guy googled just me. before he came in, and, I, been googled. and and you, you're like screaming at people. Or you're jumping out of a plane. Yeah. What the hell was that? Was it well, the that, skydiving championship? Yeah, it was Australian something.
2: national skydiving. I've yeah. done some weird things. Yeah, you know, <laughs> is the Weird too. and wonderful world of being a presenter, as you know. Um, having come from the showbag <laughs> tent of the Melbourne show this morning, <laughs> but yeah, no, the skydiving. That was the uh, Australian national skydiving award. Uh, Australian National Champs, yeah. yeah. And they wanted me to do the first piece of camera from the air. Why and not? the funny thing was, when they first got me to the job, they were like, great, you, you, keen, you keen to do a d- jump? And I was like, yeah, I'll do a jump, no worries. And they were like, great, well, we're going to get you up there the first day. We're going to teach you how to jump and then you'll jump out. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh no, 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 not by myself.
1: Yeah, and you were strapped to someone, mate. Three right?
2: weeks before my wedding. And I was like, I can't do it. Oh, they, no, they wanted me to do it by myself. What? because apparently you can learn in a day no
1: you can't and then you jump
2: and then there's two guys with you and then you let go and then you just guide your shoot down but i'm like i don't know about this so no i did it with someone on my back thankfully and uh it was a lot of fun
1: i uh i got bought a skydive for my birthday party from an ex-girlfriend who clearly didn't like me (laughs) and and, (laughs) she bought you the the jump but no parachute (laughs) she she did it too we were going up in the plane like i'm here strapped to this guy and they're all laughing all the instructors are at some private they joke playing. going on yeah. and i'm like hang on a minute i'm about to risk my life mm. i do not want any private jokes happening here and uh they go we'll tell you when we land no 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 and they go, no you don't need there's nothing and so anyway uh we're on the bus going back to the airport after doing this amazing jump which get the crap out of me and um and I said, what are you guys laughing about in the plane it's come oh george here he's a uh, a massive fan of yours <laughs> and uh and he's gay and uh he actually has a photo of you In his locker at the airport And I got to the airport And it was literally there And he made me (laughs) sign it And I'm like strapped to this dude And he's like Okay
2: That's better than the joke being Okay we got to the bottom By the way We didn't strap you in properly
1: We wanted to see if you'd make it to the bottom Not that ripcord Don't pull that Hey, mate, how's the Hawthorne Hawks going? I think you're fourth on the ladder. Finished and fourth. You've, you've won the f- like last five games or something like that.
2: Yeah, we won a few. I think we won four of the last five. And, uh, yeah, we play Richmond, who are the overall favourites for the flag. Won the flag last year. We play them on Thursday night this week. And... You never know, finals footy,
1: you never know. How so, do you enjoy being the courtside MC? I love I it. I say courtside because yeah, I do City Kings. The oval MC, on the ground.
2: Change your game. Uh, no, I love it. I mean, I barrack for Hawthorne, yeah. and I'm there every home game talking to you know the players on the ground and yeah. playing games with, you know, it's a lot of fun. It's like this industry as a whole, as a presenter, whether that means you're a television, radio, yeah. an MC, uh, whatever, celebrant, yeah. like it throws you so much variety. That's yeah. the best thing. You do yeah. voiceovers, yeah. all that stuff.
1: Yeah. My friends, like, yes, we don't work nine to five jobs. Yeah. We host some weird shit. We do some weird I'm shit. I'm hosting the Peter Allen Festival this weekend. I've hosted
2: the Sausage King Awards. Beat that. <laughs> the Sausage King, the best sausage maker in Australia. You are the Sausage King. The, you are the Sausage King. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. But no, the Hawthorne stuff's great, mate. I, 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 I love it. I, I mean, I live for all that sports stuff. As you know, we talked a lot we were lucky enough to be at the Commonwealth oh, Games. Man,
1: was that the best gig or great what? Gig. You're working there for Channel 7 and and also Facebook, and Facebook set up their studio at, at the Commonwealth Games. Yep. And uh, it was so cool to, to work with, you know, one of the biggest companies on earth. I was gonna say was so cool to work with one work of the biggest companies. Work with you as well. <laughs> I mean, I mean, What's great about these guys, he's a sporting encyclopedia, like <laughs> you, you'd, you'd have someone come in that had won the badminton and he'd go, oh, you know what, um, I love badminton. You know, I remember back in uh, 1998 in <laughs> the World Championships when, when Stevie Thomas, he did that, and I'm like, what? <laughs> You know. And then Mike's going, now what colour underpants do you wear? I <laughs> 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 got all the best sporting nah, questions. Don't worry about I, I, that.
2: I, to be perfectly honest with you, mate, I'll be honest with you. I was very honoured to work with you. I, I'm a big fan of your work and to be able to do that. And what was nice was we have different styles mm. and that's what Yeah, is I it, that's what it worked there. Okay. It. So it worked well. You know, mm. your, your irreverence and craziness and, uh, and whatnot. But no, that was a lot of fun. I mean, not just the sporting people came on. We had Troy Cassidaly come yeah. on. We had um, Peter Beattie came on and mm. we had chefs and but all the athletes in particular, like being there in and amongst it. You were at the beach volleyball a lot of days, yeah. getting the vibe of was what so was cool. going on down there. Then we had those girls on and it was funny because they were sort of not really friendly. The Australians didn't really like the yeah. the Canadians, I think it was.
1: Yeah, yeah, that that was that was a bit strange, wasn't it? It was it? a
2: bit strange. They'd just mm. beaten them. Yep. And then you had the gold and silver medalists there, like kinda of going, Yeah, well done to you and it was a bit of tension.
1: There was so much tension. And I, I even felt a bit of tension when we interviewed the uh, the opals. The opals, yeah. Well no, and Liz they're Cambridge, all the same
2: team. Well yeah, with Liz Cambridge and uh, and uh, what's her name Alice Kunick. I yeah.
0: think had had Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news?
1: Yeah, well,
2: I don't know if they, they brought it, got it going up. There yeah. like,
1: was, was a few little snide comments, but <laughs> you're, comments you're from Basketball Royalty. Well, I'm not from it. Well, yeah, well, you're married, married, into married into it. I've married into it. So, yeah, I had a connection
2: with the basketball world there. They were on, they were on fire. They'd just mm-hmm. won. They were, they'd were they had a few drinks. They were That was a good interview. That was fun. Yeah, that was cool. It was a lot of fun. But the com games, I mean, to me, that was like the ultimate, being inside uh the kind of the the inner sanctum of this sporting tournament which mm. is a lot of fun yeah totally like yes we all know we're all aware it's not the world it's mm. not the olympic games yeah, and yeah. you haven't beaten america and russia and china and da da da. Mm. but really it's a, it's a good feeling
1: did you work at the olympics or anything like that no i'd love something?
2: to like in the future fingers crossed i'd love to do an olympic
1: games i think yeah. I, that would be the ultimate well, do, I,
2: imagine doing what we did at the olympic games.
1: I, well, I worked at, at sydney 2000 it yeah. was amazing uh doing the uh the paralympic games wow and I was the paralytic games every night after that <laughs> but we, we, it was, it's the most fun event and uh, it, it's such a, a cool thing to get involved in and the next one is the uh, the Tokyo Games yeah that'd be good and uh, Greg Bowman and the team from Great Big Events who you probably worked with hosting uh, like different, yep. different sporting events around the place they're going for the uh, the presentation and they did the presentation for the Commonwealth Games yeah, right. so what what sport would you want to uh, work on if you Ooh, ended up getting a gig there well, and golf, I'll send this to him golf's so. in the Olympics this is your audition yes yeah, and Greg if you're watching surfing and skateboarding is in the Olympics as well.
2: And basketball is now three-on-three. Is three on three. On three. Isn't that crazy? Where well, did that come from? What people don't realise, I only knew this because now that you know I'm sort of in the basketball world, if you will, is that three-on-three three is actually played by a lot more countries than five-on-five. Five. Now, mm. if you actually think about the Olympic Games, five-on-five five basketball, it's always America, Australia, some of the African countries, Canada, whatever. But really, it's not like a lot of Asia aren't in there. Um, there's a heap of Europe that aren't in there. So really... Um, the three-on-three three is a more popular game around the world. So watch this space. It's in the next game. Hey,
1: and uh, Sydney Kings beat Melbourne United on Saturday night. it. But, but the night before, we got beaten by Melbourne yeah. United. But yeah, I just... And did you see there's another Melbourne team coming back? Yes. And then there's like this big announcement, like the NBA and the NBL teaming up to, to put in some training academy here in Melbourne. Well,
2: basketball's in a good place. I've, you know, I, 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 I'll be interested to see what my son ends up doing. I mean, his grandfather's obviously a very experienced basketball coach. Brian Jordan. Um He's a legend of the game mm. So there'll be a little bit of a pull towards basketball But the fact is that basketball is growing back into the sport that it was in mm. the early 90s It just had a period there where it was very unpopular mm. The interesting thing is most of my friends are into the NBA Yeah um, the NBL just struggled a bit to catch that vibe, but now it's got mm. a really good product. Bogut's mm. playing. Yeah. In fact, Joe Ingalls mm. tweeted this morning, I think, something about a joke. He jokedly um, said about this second Melbourne team. He's like, Great, now I can choose from two teams when I come yeah. back tomorrow. Like He'll come back and play. Paddy Mills has said
1: recently as well he wants to come back and, and play for a team How eventually. That? I wonder if they'll all end up doing the same deal as Bogut. I mean, I, th- I think they, they released to the media, I hope I'm not speaking our school here, that uh, Bogut's starting off with 10% of the team yep. with, an, with an option to buy up to 50 And there's new owners in there that have Come in, and they've got fifty-one percent at the moment, and and it, it's great to have someone who has got s- such a great background. I mean, he mm. was in the NBA what fifteen years or something? Yeah, crazy? yes.
2: Oh, I mean, he's number one. He was the number one draft pick. I mean, yeah. he's he's won championships with mm. the Golden State Warriors, yeah. and I mean, he's he's done it all. Having guys like that. Mm. Is for the PR sense mm. is huge. Hopefully Usain Bolt will come mm. and play basketball as well. He's tra- he's had a crack at soccer. He may <laughs> he's as well have a try- crack at something he's else. I you know? yeah, yeah. think
1: it was just a publicity stunt for soccer because well, no one's going.
2: Well, probably is. I mean, it's, but it seemed. do you see how many people turned up at the, to watch him play? Yeah. Like if I was the PR manager of Central Coast Mariners, I'd be wrapped. How much do you reckon he's getting? Oh, I
1: don't It'd be millions, know. Millions, wouldn't
2: it? You'd think so, isn't that? Past the live, salary cap? to live in
1: Gosford. Yeah, you'd have, you'd have to pay me a lot. The how's to Gosford, live in Gosford. Going? Co- Coast Rock FM. Oh. I, I, I got fired for calling it Roastcock FM by accident. <laughs> but I was there when I was eighteen, and I'd just been on Home and Away because I did this little part on Home right. and Away back in the Danny Minogue Craig McLaughlin days. Oh yeah, did a Yeah, Yeah, yeah. So you're I, on it then? I, yeah, and I thought I was just the shit. Yeah. I thought, and like, I had my own little under 18s disco that I was DJing on Saturday nights, and and yeah, I I, I was. A bit of a, a maniac on the air, so... Didn't happen anymore. You're not welcome back in Gosford no, anymore. No, Gos, no, Gosford doesn't love me. Oh, mate, well, it's, it's so good to, to have a chat to you because, um, you know, you obviously uh, we, we do the same thing. Um, I'm a presenter, you're a presenter, yeah. voiceovers, hosting shows. Making and all that kind content, of stuff. mate, just yeah, creating. Exactly. You so, and, and you've got a, uh, a content company, I guess you'd call it, which yeah. is called Your Brand Line. Yeah, that's right. And so you team up with brands. I know it's not just that. You, uh, you're you doing events for Twitter not, and, yeah. and obviously Facebook. But yeah, the so actual company, Twitter, I think you did a, a, a political thing recently.
2: Well, no, we had one with Jack Dorsey, who's the CEO of Twitter. He came on, he was having a chat with Koshi, So we just, essentially, yeah, yeah, as a business, we go and we shoot it like this and live stream it out, mm. particularly for Twitter, because Twitter are really trying to push that live Feel, mm. I think a lot of people look at Twitter and think, oh yeah, it's just somewhere where people go and comment on TV shows, you yeah. Know? And politicians but actually, yeah, get and on po- there and announce shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but really, there's a there's a huge market for the, a lot of Twitter users to be. I mean, it's the, it's my first source of news when mm. I wake up in the morning. Bang, what's happened in the world? Twitter. So they're doing stuff. We did some launch. Troy Sivan, Delta goodrum Five sauce had them live, all talking to their fans. Yeah, so, cool. Look, it's good fun. It's Like I said, variety's the spice of life, Michael.
1: Yeah, and so you're doing that with Scott Tweedy. Yes. You and him are good mates. We are good mates. He's over in
2: America at the moment. I think he's actually doing. I don't know if I'm allowed to say what he's doing. He's doing something in the
1: Maldives with some well, very he just did across women. on the TV this morning. He was in Vegas, but he's yes, in the, that's he's actually yeah. In so the he was yeah, no, he's heading there next. But he is he in Vegas for Studio 10?
2: Oh, cool. So he's staying busy and all
1: all as well. But yeah, look, it's an it's
2: an ever changing landscape. You would know, you went to VidCon over the yeah. weekend down
1: in Melbourne. That's like I that was a guest of our friends at Facebook. Yeah, it was nice of them to, to give us a ticket and go very and check nice. it all out. And if you do know what VidCon is, it's basically a whole heap of media companies and uh, could be tech. Companies companies as well showing off the latest cameras. I noticed Black Magic, we a yep. sponsor. And that's all upstairs in the uh, industry area and then downstairs it's like a, a crash. Yep. Like yeah. But like YouTube. This is a screaming YouTube kids running around, well, the we're sketchy now, girls. We're
2: and, now up against like in the past getting TV jobs we are up against Grand Denya and yeah. Jules London whoever else yeah. now we're up against 18 year olds from their bedroom who have a million subscribers and that's who's viewing that's content so I, met a, I met
1: a few of them and they literally don't leave their bedrooms yeah. they're either playing video games or they're doing the YouTube vlogging
2: and my sister said to me last night she goes well my daughter so my, my niece who's I think she's 8 mm. you know she watches unboxing videos and she watches this girl who just makes slime mm. on YouTube and has thousands of followers and it's like that's the my little, way my little watch nephews. Stuff.
1: I used to get trouble for playing video games. My little nephews, they watch other kids playing video games on YouTube for hours. And now, rather than getting in trouble for, for playing video games, they're in trouble watching kids play video no, that's games.
2: Exactly what my sister said. She goes, I don't know what to say to my son because he goes, I want to be a gamer. And she's like, There's no, I can't say there's no career in that because yeah, you can so actually earn millions of dollars. Like, it was
1: a sellout show here in Melbourne on the weekend. They had some video game championships on because a lot of the people from VidCon went over there as well. And and some of these kids are making millions of dollars in their sponsorships and they should from the, the amount of money that the video games make. I mean, the, I think there was a, a study done recently where like the top 10 video games were making more than the top 100 films. Yep. I can, I can believe that. I mean, I, I, there was something my wife was saying for VidCon because she went that there's like
2: in the top 100 most influential people in the world, I think. I don't know if it's money or what. Thirty-five of them are YouTubers. Yeah, that says all you need to know do about you, what's you know what? going on. Um,
1: I saw uh, the uh, there was a, a boxing match between uh, Logan Paul mm. and another K, yeah, another YouTuber. Come, or something. Yeah, yeah, from from the UK. So they had this feud going on online. They said, "Let's have a fight." So they they booked a venue and they made thirty million dollars from pay per view. Apparently it was a bit of a fizzer of a fight. I didn't it see. Was, it, it was a tie. Right. I only I just watched the highlights. Right. But, but I mean, they they look <laughs> like it, just... they look like they were literally belting each other. Yeah. We're reviewing it so we can show a bit of it now. But sure. They they um yeah they made that much money out of it, which is just wow. ridiculous. There's a lot of money. We're we're a generation too late. I mean, yeah. we can still do it. We can still do it. Don't don't give up. Sorry, I'm not giving up. <laughs> I'm not giving up.
2: But I feel like there's a there's, there's everyone wants to do it mm. now. Mm. You know, like, like there was legitimately a legitimate skill in TV presenting. Yeah. When I got into in two thousand and six, not to say that, that you know, I'm not trying to big note myself, but mm. in 06 when I got in and you were a lot earlier than I, you know, you were up against a lot of people, but mm. there was still this kind of like if you could do it, you had to have that skill. Yeah, and now it's like you just need a camera, really, yeah, exactly. And but can watch then it.
1: again, at VidCon, um, they like I went to VidCon earlier this year in in LA as well, and it's huge. It's like thirty thousand people go to the thing, and they keep putting these vloggers and YouTube kids on stage yeah. to host the events. Yeah, yeah. And they're hopeless. I, know. I mean, they can sit in their bedroom and they can edit together the no highlights there, of what yeah. they said that yeah. day. But when you put them on stage in front of a crowd, useless. Well, that's and
2: what that will always be a skill. Standing in front of a hundred thousand people mm. or whatever it is, whether I'm at the MCJ doing Hawthorne, or you and I at the yeah. Comm Games, whatever, that's a skill. Yeah. There,
1: was, there was a couple of uh, YouTubers that were hosting one of the main shows of VidCon this weekend and they came out, hi everybody, okay, let's party. And they looked down at the, the screen, it was an auto cue there. And they looked at each other and then they look, they're looking at the other screen and they're like, we don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Please, see. hello, someone can... Because <laughs> the screens weren't working, so... <laughs> that, the look of someone's face, like, oh, my, I mean... The poor kids, and they were freaking out. And they, didn't, they walk off stage for a minute and then they walk back on and they just started talking to people in the front row. The, the kids didn't care, they were just screaming because they nah, got going to see their fans. You,
2: you, cause was your Big Brother stuff live? Yeah. So you know what it's like. Like when you're live, you know, it's a lot of fun. I think it's the best, mm. most fun. But, you know, things can go wrong and mm. you're caught there. Were you ever caught like... Because I think of Sarah Murdoch when she got the names wrong on Australia's Next Up Mod. That there. would be the ultimate worst nightmare yeah. of being like, oh, my God. And I've got to correct this live, so TV. live yeah. on air.
1: Yeah. And what about that guy that was hosting Miss America? Steve Harvey. <laughs> and yeah, and I he, know. he announced the wrong girl as was the winner. But did you? I, I, I've had I haven't had moments. too
2: many bad live oh,
1: ones. Dude. I, I, can, I can tell you two of mine that are the worst. So, Big Brother finale, 2008, yeah. millions of people watching.
2: Oh wait, Who, who's that season?
1: Uh, God, I can't There's remember. There's too many. Yeah. One of hundreds. Okay. But yeah, Bree, Ama, yep. Ryan Fitzgerald and myself. And, and, and I said to the producers, I, I wanna sing a song. Why don't we sing John Farnham's Playing to Win? It's gonna be awesome, come down there, start the show. So uh, I said to the, uh, I've never sung on TV before. <laughs> this is probably a good and reason And never why. will again. And never will again. And, uh, and I, I said to the, the director, I said, can, can we get the words up on screen just in case I can't hear what's going on? It's a crowd. It's like 2,000 screaming people. And he goes, yeah. mate, no, we can't do that. And I'm like, okay, well, fair enough. This just... is it on the night or in the yeah, rehearsal? Yeah, on the night. yeah. Oh. And he said, no. And I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, anyway, I'm standing up there at the end of that gangplank that goes down onto the stage on Big Brother. And... The crowd's screaming and the cameras are moving, but I can't hear any of the music. And so I'm just gone. If you want me, come and get me. Am I, am I, am I on now? And I'm like, and, and it just threw me. And I lost the words. I couldn't hear the music. And, and I, just, I just started making up words. <laughs> Even when I got onto the stage and I knew where my spot was, I just like, yeah, baby. Whoa. And it was live. <laughs> and it was the worst television moment of my life. Really? I, I probably shouldn't be talking about it now, but no. I, have one, I have one more. Okay. Uh, you thought that was bad? No, yeah. Uh, this, this is when we're still on Channel 10 and sometimes they get me to host the uh, the fireworks every year in Sydney. And they I'd done all my bits. Like Paris Hilton was in town. We got Fitzy to dress as Paris Hilton. It was, it was really bad. They wrote about in the papers the next day, said it was disgusting and whatever. And it was the worst New Year's Eve telecast ever. And probably more so because of what I did um, they said, oh, Mike, we need to cross to you now to throw to the, uh, the, the 2008 highlights package and uh, just say everything that's coming up in 2009 uh, or something like that. And uh, all I heard was um, 2008, 2009 highlights. And go, okay, cool. Uh, okay, uh, welcome back. Uh, that's all the shows have been awesome on 10 in 2008 and now they're going to be even better on 7 in 2009. Oh, man. <laughs> so bad i got the
2: stations
1: mixed up (laughs) i got the years mixed up it looked like i was drunk or having some sort of a a brain blip so bad. And I got all these- And you've never text- worked
2: again in this industry.
1: That was my last year with Channel 10. Oh no, we did another show called Download on Channel 10 for a couple of seasons after that. I got all these text messages from like program managers and producers saying, are you serious? What are you doing? Are you kidding me? And like making me feel even worse. Oh geez, you don't need but, that. But you know, I mentioned Channel 7, and the best message I got was from my mum and said, hey, happy new year, Mike, love Kerry Stokes. <laughs> Just that final boot in there, boot. In the guts. Nah, well, man, it's been so cool talking hey. to you. And and, and you, you had a bit of an accident today on the way here. Yes, on the so like, you still came. What a legend! I he still shows up for the show. Came
2: to the the parking garage and I reverse my car in and it, you know and it's going beep 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 beep, you yeah. know, and then it goes beep I didn't hit that that beep so I was still going back and then I just hear this almighty smash and my windscreen is back through the through the bloody thing and oh, it's it's anyway it's you know what?
1: I had the sketchy girls I was going to interview and uh they haven't got back to me so I don't know what the hell was going damn on you sketchy and uh and then and I thought oh here we go Sure, he can't make it. He's having trouble with parking. Oh, now he's had a car crash. Of right? Course he has, mate. Course <laughs> but he has. But there's proof. <laughs> he did. He did an Insta Tom story. my Insta so story. It's all real. Oh, you, you can always back it up. Always well, back it up. Well, mate, we've uh, we've covered everything. But um, before you go, I just want to. There's, there's a lot of kids that, that might watch your show. We're talking about kids working in television yes. and all that kind of stuff. Yes. What kind of advice would you give to them who who want to work in TV or we well, you know, just who want to do who want to do what we do? And well, how- we've
2: just talked about. It. I think the biggest piece of advice would be go out and make whatever it is that you mm. want to make and the, the fact Just of the matter is in this day and age the one benefit to that is mm. if you've got a camera and you've got an idea, mm. you've are halfway there. Mm. So I would my, my, my tip would be go out, practice, watch yourself. Mm. Because I think self assessment's a real key thing to getting better. Yeah. Watch it back and don't be afraid to go, oh, maybe I should try this. Or I don't like how I say that or, or whatever it is. That's a big thing. I, I I teach a few people presenting, so that's some one of the tips I give. Mm. Um, I'll, ch- I'll charge you for this. But um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it's it's just get out there and make it because at the end of the day, you don't know what's gonna be interesting to people yeah. in the next year or mm. two or five or whatever. Mm. And it might be your passion. Mm-hmm. Which would be if you just happen to be someone who loves. I mean, can you imagine if you were the person who just first came up with unboxing stuff? Yeah. you're literally filming yourself open Isn't presents. Ridiculous. And now it's thousands and thousands unboxing, of people watching, playing it, video
1: games, all that
2: stuff. So, just so that would be my one tip: would be go out, just make it, just do it. There's no harm in doing it. Hmm. It's you know not going
1: mean? to cost you anything other than your time. No, just get out there, use your camera. Steal use it. our jobs. Even if it's on an iPhone, just shoot it and do it.
2: Steal our jobs. That's what we want. We don't want to work in this town there's plenty anymore. Plenty of work we, to go heaps around. Of work.
1: There's heaps of it's work. It's not just seven, nine, and ten anymore. No. you know the ABC. I guess it's sort of fading They're away. They're still hanging in Is there. Is that viable? SBS, anymore? if you Why like making pornography, ABC? you can do that as well. It's up to you. you. Can do por- Porn's always a good last resort, isn't it?
2: Well, SBS will play you if you want to be on free to air TV. Yeah. Otherwise, you can find a you can find a place on the dark web. That's true, you know, plenty of them. There's a dark web out there, mm. but I feel like we can't finish it. I feel like this, it's a lie. If I don't,
1: hmm?
2: what are you doing? I want to get on the ah, mic. I get, getting, getting on, on, I'm getting Hi. on the mic.
1: Uh, on the mic with Shorata. This is the uh, the kind of show that you can expect really with me on top of and, uh, and him. Oh, what is that in your pocket? Is that a, another that. microphone? I
2: think that's my phone buzzing.
1: Ah. T B legend Shorata, thank you for being on the mic. <laughs> thank
2: you,
1: sir. How on you, buddy. Pleasure.